Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She's a mom, a Huffington Post contributor, and children's book author, Live from Burbank, it is Katie Massa Kennedy. Welcome, Katie. Oh, thank you. It is my pleasure. And you forgot to mention prolific pumpkin spice latte drinker. Oh, did not know. Uh, we will we will add that to the bio. <laughs> thank you. Well, welcome. Great to have you here. Also on the panel with us, she is a comedian, a mom, a strong woman extraordinaire. If you haven't seen it by now, it is about time to check out her comedy special, I'm Crowning, which you can see on Amazon, Vudu, and Comcast, just to name a few of the platforms. Dialing in from North Hollywood, it is Liz Stewart. Welcome, Liz. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. Hello. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for being with us. There's a lot. Uh, that I want to talk about with you two specifically being moms and uh, being the day it is. But first, let me introduce the rest of the panel because, as always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, and the Black Voice of Reason representing Van Nuys, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Oh, thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here with my fellow folks, you know. On this fine, it's it's the last day of October, homie. It is, yeah. There is uh, there is a lot going on. I am the uh, the aforementioned homie. Me, I'm Doctor David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. Hopefully, also for the current one. And we've got a lot to talk about, including Dodger baseball. After a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America. And people are waking up to the great taste of immunity spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread, it's time for a second peak. Speaking of time, it is three days until the election. It is Halloween, which we will be discussing a bit in just a few. But if you want to hear something really scary, as of today, we've got... Timpani. 
229,808 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 9,133,400 confirmed cases. So many, so many. It is a shame that we are going to have to stop talking about it as of November 4th. Uh, because apparently, according to uh, Donald Trump, that's uh, that's just what's going to happen. All all the talk about COVID, COVID, COVID is going to go away like a miracle, possibly even before it gets hot outside again. You know, I I sent something to you guys uh, sort of last minute this morning. I don't know if you saw it, but there was an article in Vox just speaking about the numbers here. Some some scientists at Stanford did a study of the Trump nazi rally super spreader events and they figured out that trump rallies alone are responsible or very likely responsible for thirty thousand individual cases of the covid and 700 deaths so uh, unfortunately a lot of these deaths are probably you know these People go from the Nazi rally into the community, and then it goes to other people. But if it's just killing his supporters, I think he should keep having his rallies, even even after the election, whether or not wins or loses. Just my thoughts. Yeah, well, I saw that story as well. I mean, I saw it actually before you, you uh, I read about it before you had sent it to us. And all kidding aside, we seriously need to vote him out. And I wish that Joe Biden could take the presidency on November 4th, because we I, I don't feel like this this window is 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 a very bad window. All yeah. of November and all of December and then most of January. This is a lot of time to get relief from this. Clearly with the incompetence and the absolute arrogance. And then there's also just complete disregard for human life. And that is not even me saying that as a partisan. I don't I don't I don't know. It's it's really really sad to me that we're going to have to and I believe that Joe Biden is gonna win on Tuesday. Um, but then we're just gonna to have to wait for relief. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I hate to, well, I don't hate to be the, the, you know, doom crier to people, but, uh, it does bother me that I have to. And I, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people who are like, oh man, I can't wait until November 4th or whenever, whenever, you know, the, the final count is done. And yeah, the, the whole idea that like, dude, no, November 4th, or whenever the ballots are counted and the the final results are in, like you were just saying, Katie, there there is basically three months to to fuck with America, to to loot the coffers, to like you think yeah. shit's been bad for the last three plus years. Oh, just wait until he realizes he's getting the boot at the end of January. And well, I mean, if you look at if you look at the, the just look at the voter suppression that's going on with the Republicans, I mm-hmm. mean the, the game that they're running. I mean, is are we? I mean, you basically what they did in Texas. It's like telling black folks to go back to count counting you know jelly beans to see how many jelly beans that they have to see if they can vote. I mean, they're cutting the corners at every end, and, and it's already been stated that if the if the Republicans did not do the, the voter suppression, they would lose every year. They know this. They have to do it because they know that 
the average American would not be voting for this this crap because it doesn't work in their advantage. It doesn't help them. Right. Trump is not is not getting. You know, when they when they try to keep saying that, oh, we don't want any socialism or we don't. Uh, I mean, the mess is like you were saying, Dave. It's going to have to be cleaned up. I mean, we're going to get those next. I mean, once Biden gets in, I mean, he's already talking to a medical team as we speak that they have to go in to put the PPEs, get everything in play. He's got to come. He's got to come in running. He's got to touch the ground running because. If not, we're going to get screwed. I yeah. saw Canada. Did you see Canada? Canada? Yeah. They showed the map of America and then showed the map of Canada. Canada has like a dot here, a dot there. America is fully in red. There's yeah. no way that we should be getting our butt kicked by Canada. I mean, I'm not trying to make it into a competition, <laughs> but we're, we're, trying to, we're looking at it from, a, you know, they keep saying how great we are. And how old will make America great again? What? Where is that at? Where is that slogan? Well, and not to, you know, not to add fuel to the fire, but big difference between us and Canada. At least we know the difference between ham and bacon. So sorry, Canada. Yeah, yeah. That that's 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 ham. (laughs) That's that is just ham. It's slices of ham, which good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but you know, nomenclature is is important with breakfast foods, uh, among How about other making things. Bacon, yeah, from Georgia. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's uh. it's pecan smoked. No, uh, where where are pecans from? Well, it, uh, I, that's it, a pecan. <laughs> or is that a pecan? Pecan pie. Hey, you know, it is it is almost Which like is the Halloween. Most delicious, well, but the and most high in calories. Hopefully, hopefully this pies. is all going to, you know, end relatively soon after Biden comes in because I don't know, I know timing has, but Liz and Katie, I don't know if have you guys uh been delighted by my ginger snap pecan pie? I don't know no. that I have had the pleasure I, of yeah. being I yeah. I was going to say if you had to think about it it's now you know you i know you haven't so i will i will definitely reserve yeah it is it's kind of my november through january thing uh i i just like go nuts with the pie baking and you know it's Mm. it's seasonal but really good and i just want to go off because uh i i am not a big fan of peeps you know, the, the traditional Easter candy. And I, I do somewhat resent that they've tried to expand in other holidays, like, hey, Christmas peeps and, and all that. But I will say, because you have friends, people who don't care that you're Jewish, they give you Christmas shit anyway. And uh, so I got a, a stocking a few years ago stuffed with a variety of, of tchotchkes and and there were some gingerbread peeps in there and initially i'm like ew but then as i was one evening trying to decide whether to have a slice of pecan pie at room temperature or should i heat it up and that is when i decided you know what let's let's put it in the oven and let's take this gingerbread peep and put it on top i mean 
mm-hmm. you know, the pie you should come with that, a side of insulin anyway. Red peep up to eleven. Oh hell yeah! Plus, mm. just the added bonus of the the inner twelve year old boy getting to immolate an effigy of of the holiday. Yeah. Because uh, hey, yeah, you know, a, a fun game with peeps that I like to do is I like to put them on a paper plate and stick them in the microwave. Oh, dude! And for like thirty seconds, and then and then and then and then yell at them to get out of there. Um, <laughs> it's like scanners. I'm like, you gotta get out of there! Don't do it! Don't do it! And they're like. And then they come out and they're so toasty and warm, but yeah, they, they start blowing up, but it's, yeah, it's, it's very like, it's very like, um, Star Trek, like, uh, you, have, you've always been, what's he say? I am. And you, well, they're friends, you know, live long and prosper, right? <laughs> oh, when, uh, yeah, when Spock is dying to be, yeah. yeah, like, and they're separated by gloves. It's like, a, it's like that, but with the peeps, it's very fun. You should definitely try it. Um, if, you know, if we still have the country and everything, you know, David, why uh, don't you put those gingerbread, those gingerbread peeps on top of your pie, the whole thing, and then like use your brulee torch. Well, I think, yeah, that's for individual servings, you know, okay, so you yeah. can, but I, I'm liking the way you're thinking, but yeah, it Dave, is, uh, you can't have Dave playing with fire. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it, mister. I'm going to burn people up. <laughs> Timon, you're the one. Dave, 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 now, 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 Dave. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's good to see us going off the rails so far. Before we get into the the serious topics, though, as long as we're talking about Halloween and stuff, um, because Katie and Liz, and this is one of the reasons I was kind of calling y'all out individually uh, during the intros, uh, you're, you're both moms, and... This is, you know, Halloween is like generally a big social holiday in terms of the trick or treating Halloween parties. So I was wondering, what are what are you guys doing uh, with your kids? How are you how are you keeping the Halloween spirit alive? Well, first of all, I want to point out very quickly something that I find a little bit disturbing, and that's this: this podcast hasn't started yet. <laughs> Um, okay, and then second of all, <laughs> I will say we that the we timpani. are, we have made Halloween bags and we are dropping them off at uh, like 12 of her friend's house. So we'll just kind of give a little hello to them. So we little, little goodie bags. Nice. Um, costumes? And then uh, in costume. And then we are going to do, see a, watch a, a magic show online. It's like a Halloween edition of a magic show that we that I bought tickets to a uh, very great magician who you might know. Uh, Cause he does, I've done variety shows with him as a comedian, you know, as a comedian, he's a magician. His name is Justin Woolman. Oh yeah. And it's, he's, he does these great uh, zoom shows. And then uh, we're going to go to a, a friend's house and kind of space out in their backyard. Uh, there are four, four of us, like four groups and we're in different parts of their backyard. They're set setting up a big screen and we're going to watch uh, Halloween movies. Oh, right on. That's awesome. So we're kind of, it almost is like we, we took the disappointment of, uh, of, you know, it being a different kind of Halloween and we just kicked the shit out of it. Oh yeah. Ah! You know, it's funny. You're, you're bringing back memories. When I was a kid growing up in the seventies, my parents used to have friends over and they'd go space out in the backyard. But I think that was a slightly (laughs) different thing. 
It's kind of, you know, when the when the smooth jazz was playing on the outdoor speakers, you knew. Did you know that they're not showing the Great Pumpkin this year, though? I Yeah. What? Yeah. They're Why? The Great Pumpkin. Because he's heavy, he keeps having happen? super spreader rallies. What does Lara Trump have to say about this? Why did they cancel this? I don't know why they canceled it. I mean, because, you know, I, I, I love it when Charlie Brown gets to rock. Oh, always. Yeah, it's good. My guess is... And they said, how did you know it was me? <laughs> <laughs> My guess God, is this is know. like, you know, due to the consolidation of entertainment and streaming, because I did see that it's like on, I don't know, CBS All Access or... One of the one of the paywall uh, streaming services. It's uh-huh. it's bullshit, you know. But yeah, uh, so they just... canceled it. Was Charlie Brown doing blackface or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, well, you know. Well, they, they took care of that with uh, with Franklin. So you know, and they had to make an announcement. So you know, are we bring, They never did bring a black chick in though, but they did bring in Franklin. You know, they tried to say Peppermint Patty had a little little sister in her, but no. Uh, well, no, you know, so. no, yeah. it's, I, I had but, always heard yeah. that Peppermint Patty was a little into sisters. Uh, yeah. You know, Patty, Ooh, Patty and Marcy, they, uh, right. they got a thing right. going on. And time and let's face it, in today's day and age, they would call they would call child protective services on poor pig pen. <laughs> yes, oh, they yeah. would. <laughs> when I, you know, and, and hey, most kids that I grew up in the ghetto with would actually make their costume out of a sheet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was a ghost one year and uh um I used a sheet and it didn't work out. Um because yeah. uh, I made my own costume. I thought I looked like a ghost, but I, I just looked like a Trump supporter. See, I learned I learned the hard way <laughs> as a child. My my bad ghost costume experience was I learned that ghosts don't ride bikes. Because uh, <laughs> bike chains eat ghost sheets. And the good thing is you, you do have a, a big white sheet that you can use to soak up the blood from all the scrapes when you fly off yeah. your bike. So <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Also, you know, Dave, you know, you don't wear bell bottoms when you ride bikes either. No. No, no. Yeah. also, also yeah, the chain. Yeah, well, because you, you can get your cuff caught in a spoke. I believe, I believe that's what you, the you uh, the Fleetwood Mac sack. song is about. Uh, we will never break the chain. Uh, the chain, yeah. chain always wins. That's a little, a little <coughs> lesson from from Lindsay, Stevie, oh. Mick, and and the crew. Uh, <laughs> can I just tell you that we went through a drive through trick or treating event last night where you drive your car through. And and people come and give your give you candy with like and uh, and they had the tube that we're doing tonight because we live on the second floor so we have this big uh, like pipe that we got from Lowe's don't go to Home Depot because they support Trump um, go to shop at Lowe's um, and so uh, we have a big tube that uh, Cooper's going to be taking the kids around and um, and uh, I'm going to stay up on the pa- on the balcony and like drop candy through a pipe. Nice. Uh, that they can get in their bag so they don't have to touch it, touch the bowls of candy with their dirty hands. You know? <laughs> Great. I That's love that. Re- revisiting the whole, like, what are you doing for Halloween? And then there's, like, a socially distanced, like, scare, uh, uh, a scary story time that we've been in the courtyard. Um, and uh, I'll go trick-or-treating 
with people dropping candy through pipes or making pre-made bags so they don't have to stick their hands on. Nice. So one, one little tidbit that I want to just bring in on the Halloween talk, because this is something I discovered a few years ago. Uh, if, if you do the jack-o'-lantern carving, you know, the safe, the smart way to do it is, is, you know, go to the drugstore, buy one of those cheapo pumpkin carving kits, right? They're, they're good. You, you know, you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, yeah. tomorrow, We're November with you 1st, so far, David. not just half price Halloween candy day, which is a great holiday in and of itself, but a lot of the other Halloween stuff goes on, on sale, you know, for half price or more. And uh, I, I made myself a, a spaghetti squash this week, roasted me a squash because it was, it was a little chilly earlier in the week. You know, it was nice. And those, those pumpkin carving saws, like better yeah. than any serrated knife I have for for slicing through the squash. So if you wow, if you get into cool. the uh, the autumn cooking and and squash is part of that. If you if you don't have a knife that you know you're you're worried about it sliding off and and ripping through that tender flesh between your thumb and your forefinger, get yourself one of those pumpkin carving kits, half price after the holiday ends, and. You know, at that price, you get a couple just in case they break. Saved me a lot of time, effort, and and thumb flesh. That is a hot tip. I know, here's right? A, here's some, here's something tip. else. I sold Cutco knives for two weeks, and here's something else. <laughs> I had the best Halloween costume you have ever heard in your entire life in the late 90s when I marched in the Halloween parade in Greenwich Village because I was living there with five of my friends. And you know what we went as? The Easy Spirit basketball team. <laughs> Bravo. Basketball uniforms yeah. with high heels. Yep, exactly. Nice. And, and pantyhose, of course. Of course, because basketball. Do wear pantyhose? I think it depends mm. on the climate. Fishnet. <laughs> I'll wear fishnet pantyhose. Or... Uh, I like the ones that have the seams in the back. I think those are pretty sexy. I'll go wear those, you know, but like regular pantyhose. Yeah, like nah. the old ladies, you know, in the church used to wear. You know, so, I don't you know, know that we do. I think you'd probably wear fu- like some fun tights instead, yeah, I, I guess. But you I need something to keep your legs warm and when it's very cold, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, but I think we've like just gone to boots and tights, you know. And yeah. like uh, boots and tights. That's right. Boots and tights. Boots and oh. tights. Oh, sir, my cat meowed at you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a All black there. cat. He's a black cat. Mm-hmm. He's very Halloween. He's yeah. a good boy. <laughs> we almost took him with us trick or treating last cat? night. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I know. Black cats are lucky. So, uh, going going back into the news of the week, uh, because oh. we we do have an election. Wait, is it, when is David? When is this podcast starting? I'm I'm shooting for maybe thirty thirty five minutes from now. I'll let you know. Um, you know, I won't have to let you know. Well, it it's it's like Greece. It's it's a mood. It's a feeling. We'll know when it's started. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's talk politics. So talk yeah, welcome, welcome to uh, minute twenty-five or so of the foreplay. Uh, getting into the podcast. Speaking um, of foreplay, my cat's going to start humping me here in a minute. But let's <laughs> let's, let's 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 talk election. And and people wonder Speaking why we foreplay, why we Jeffrey don't do a video things. podcast. 
but we'll we'll talk about Jeffrey Tubin uh, in in uh, a minute. But one one of the things because we we already sort of brought up Trump's super spreader Nazi rallies, and this isn't just with the rallies because it goes back to the the last debate when he was talking about how if Joe Biden is elected, he's he's going to make you put smaller windows in your house, and and. It's it's funny. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Chicago, which is my my original hometown, but Metropolitan Correctional Center in Chicago is like we have the Twin Towers here in L.A. It's it's a big I don't know twenty five. It's a big tall skyscraper looking building, but with little slits for windows because they're prisoners. And granted, you know you're you're high enough up that if you do get out the window, it's going to be a bit of a drop, but. You know how Trump always projects and, you know, when his kids are, are stealing and looting and making deals with other countries, as they do, that's when he starts blaming other people for it. So when he started talking about how, you know, Biden's going to make you live with, with tiny little windows, I was I was thinking like, no, dude, you're you're going to federal prison. You're not going to Metro in Chicago, which may be taller than the uh, Trump Tower in, in Chicago. I've, I've never really cared enough to, to look into the stats there. So he was talking about how Joe Biden's going to shrink your windows. And then what was the uh, he was he was telling another just crazy, like whacked out. Nobody in their right mind believes this kind of shit lie at one of his Nazi rallies, which makes sense, you know, because Hunter, that Hunter crowd, Biden, no one's in their right mind. The Hunter Biden, uh, wasn't the Hunter Biden no, it wasn't. It was it was something new. And I mean, just like patently ridiculous, like. I don't even know oh, how doctors are getting, uh, how there is no coronavirus. Yeah. Doctors are just making it up because they're like wedding planners. You know, if, if they say it's coronavirus, they get $2,000 more uh, uh, wedding I've planners. It's wedding. From, uh, I heard that disinformation from a friend of mine who was like, who had just come from Arizona visiting her folks and they were quarantined and we took a coronavirus test and all blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, I don't, I, I heard that it's not that bad. I heard that doctors are just saying coronavirus because they get money and uh, they get paid by the federal government to say that they're, that, that it's coronavirus. And so I was like, so the guy who wants to pretend that coronavirus isn't real, who is the head of the federal government is paying doctors $2,000 per case to lie. Like he would be in charge of distribution of those checks, right? Well, I mean, technically Congress holds the purse springs. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Purse springs. But no, I mean, Liz, I think you just kind of like, skip to the last track on side one here. But yeah, I, I was not even joking, just being snide about the fact that no one in their right mind would believe this shit. So this is the perfect audience for it. But the, the lies keep getting bigger. And I was talking to someone this week who was like, well, I mean, come on, they don't actually, they, they don't believe that. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like for the last four years, I have been talking about how stupid these people are. This is not the time to start assuming that they're getting smart. Like that 
there, we, we have seen there mm-hmm. is no straw to break the camel's back. The camel has an adamantium back. It ain't breaking. Which there, is why we, you're have right. to, we have to stay away from them until like at least February. But, because they're going to keep having these rallies and these super spreader events. And we have what, to stay away from them because they're infected. Well, Dave, I mean, he left them out in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, you brought them there, dumped them, and you jumped on a plane and hit town. You had seventy-five-year-old women walking two miles. They they, they served their purpose, yeah, uh-huh. and that's what, what the fuck. They was, they more and then they got heat stroke at the next rally. They fed his ego. Yeah, it's you know, good thing climate change isn't a thing. Granted, okay, totally different geographical places, but just the same. Did did you guys uh, read the Stephen King book or see the movie Doctor Sleep, where it's it's basically no. it's a sequel to The Shining, yeah. and the monsters in the book are basically they're they're like literal psychic vampires for for people who have The Shining or other psychic powers they feed off of that, and I'm not saying that Donald Trump is one of them, but if you look at like the Omaha rally. Or was it was it Florida where they were getting heat stroke? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it was. So it's like he goes in. Yeah. Oh wait, was it Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he goes in. He feeds off the crowd. He gets that big dose of psychic energy from them, and then it's like, all right, fuck all y'all husks. And in Nebraska, they are the Huskers. Uh, So. You know, should be used to that. But he he sucks up all the energy and then fuck you guys. You you are just, you know, feed cattle. No need to take care of you now. Right. Well, and David, there are accurate. What? Oh, I was just going to say it's such an accurate metaphor for how he's lived his life. And these people are are just an extension of of yeah of how he treats people like garbage he uses them and then tosses them away i mean you cannot name one person that he's been loyal to i mean he pretends that he's loyal I, to I can Ivanka. name one Who? donald j trump uh, <laughs> <laughs> but even but even he's disloyal to himself i mean look how he treats his body oh you yeah. know yeah but I mean, right if you had all the doctors that he has, you wouldn't have to worry about it either. I mean, the guy brags about, yeah, I feel great. I feel I come down and I'll kiss you. I'll, I'll kiss you. No, you know, fucker, you, you got, yeah, you can get over this. But you got, you got people who are sitting there saying, I don't want no socialism. I don't want no Medicare. See if they can get that cocktail well, they, that you got. They want, their, yeah, right. they want their Medicare. They don't want Obamacare. That's yeah. that's the difference is, you know, I that's one of the things that I've been wondering and I will be thinking seriously about this when November 4th rolls around if god forbid Joe Biden isn't elected. And I think he will be elected, but then it remains to be seen, uh, you know, how Trump is going to use the courts to try and steal the election. But I'm wondering if like it's just one of those I don't know if this is backlash to America getting woke, but I'm wondering if sales for, for instant rice and, and pancake syrup and pancake batter mix are going to go up in Southern States now that they don't have black people on the label. 
Because you know, Uncle Ben <laughs> I is. I wonder where he was going with that. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I didn't know where he was going. Time and I was waiting. I, I like to take you guys down a path and then surprise <laughs> you at the end. It's uh, it's like Hansel and Gretel, but you know, with thinky stuff instead of a gingerbread house. <laughs> oh my God, those gingerbread peeps, though. So about the Trump supporters, they are getting stronger in the sense that, like, they're they're they're. Um, being entrenched um, and digging in is is more forceful. Yeah. Um, and we're and we're going to just continue to see that. And then he's going to, unless he's in prison, he's going to ride it into whatever kind of media thing after this is all over. But the but the, the the thing is, yes, they are. But it's a lot smaller. It's like when you get a big bottle of detergent, right? But then you get the, the tiny, the right. tiny, the little one, one that's concentrated, like concentrated. With yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Seriously, I mean, that's exactly what, who these supporters are now. They're like the little bottle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and on on the note of little bottles, hang on real quick, time. And a few weeks ago, we were talking about the the militia members in Michigan, who the FBI busted for their plot to kidnap, torture, and kill the governor. Uh, well, the, the F, you know, like regular Americans, but the FBI made more busts in Michigan this week, taking down a white supremacist ring. So hopefully the FBI got them before they were able to vote because, you know, <laughs> we know they aren't Biden voters. Oh, David, can't we all just get along? Come on. We can have a difference of political opinion and still be friends. Oh, my God. If there's one trope that has come out of this that has made me more enraged, it's like these handshaking of someone with a Biden and someone with a Trump. Like, hello. See if these two can get along. Can't I mean, are you fucking kidding me with this? Yeah, uh, absolutely not. We can't get along. I, Absolutely I, not. I would say, I mean, I mean, you know, well, you just look at Mitch McConnell's bruised hand to tell you how well handshaking is going to go. Ah! I mean, oh, and he said, I'm fine. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> you, are, you are slowly being eaten away like out of a, a Pink Panther uh, uh, movie when the guy up and go away. Hey, you know, Jesus heals yeah. the lepers. Uh, yeah. He looks like he's got some leprosy or something. It's oh. like uh, it's like from Papillon. <laughs> How did you know that I had dry leprosy? <laughs> How did you know? And he's coming in and out of the light with the hand. How did you know I had dry leprosy? I didn't. I just took a chance that my ass would not die today. Uh. I, I mean, if the guy, if they continue to to follow, and and, and mind you. They're, they're saying, uh, and I, I don't know if you saw this, Dave, that they should be allowed to take guns to the, you know, to go and vote. Why do you need, why does a white dude need a gun, an AR-15, to go and vote? Please, someone tell me. Hey, Timon, you want to know? I will tell you. You need to shoot a motherfucking hole through that hanging chad. Oh, that is a good point. <laughs> I mean, yes. Man, I tell you. I'm, I'm sitting there going. You got people who are actually fighting, still fighting for the white kid out of Kenosha, saying he was going to protect. Who are you protecting, dude? At a at a protest? 
Well, he, he needs to protect. Inside. He needs also, to protect that ass because he's going to prison, <laughs> dude. He just well, got extradited. Well, no, he'll, he'll have he'll have the Aryan Brotherhood to protect his ass. Uh, but that's that's one of the things. Like, I mean, I grew up in Chicago. I I knew you know a lot of folks that uh, vacationed in the Dells up there and met my fair share of Scannies, uh, the the folks from Wisconsin, the Cheeseheads. You know, I I've known a bunch of them growing up in the Midwest there, and if they can't protect their own shit. There, there's nothing a, a white kid with too much gun from Illinois is going to be able to do. Let the Scannies take care of their own shit. We just go up there, get beer when we're underage, get some cheese curds. If you look at Wisconsin right now, they're didn't they bring in the tents and shit? There, I mean, that their COVID is through the roof. Oh, oh yeah. theirs I mean, is theirs is the worst time. They're yeah, really suffering. You're trying to save this asshole who decided to take a AR-15 across state line. You know, you got all this. And Milwaukee is going through the roof, and they said, "Well, you know, uh, you know, Trump's taking care of our economy. You're not going to be around to see your economy. You're going to die. You better get rid of the COVID first, idiot." You know that, uh, and the just, stock market is not the economy. No. And also, Kyle needs to know that the Aryan Brotherhood isn't going to protect him for free. He needs to pay them <laughs> with that ass. Is what I'm saying. Oh like, he he's with his little boy. He with his little boy looks. You know, he's the closest thing they're going to see to a woman. Yeah, because they're going to tell him assume the position. Mm-hmm. You, I ordinarily. I ordinarily don't condone prison rape, but this year is, it's, you know, it's a new brand new year. Well, as as long as we're getting off the topic on prison rape, what, what do you think, uh, Keith Ranieri is, is going to get for, for all his troubles? Cause the, the head of the Nexium, uh, sex trafficking cult. Oh, he got 120 years. Yeah. So that is wow. that is a lot of time to, I mean, can you start a pyramid scheme in jail? Oh, isn't that the guy with the girl from Smallville? Uh-huh. Is that that one? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, subject of at least two documentary series on cable. Uh, I, mean, they, they, I mean, you know what? I was talking to, to someone about, you know, 120 years. I mean, it, it's like, they're they're also giving Ron Jeremy, Mister Mister yeah, the Hedgehog. I mean, this guy, you know, who would have thought you went from porn to jail? You know, this guy was huge and poor, and he's going to jail. What is all the problem? What? Why is he going to jail for? Uh, multiple rape. multiple counts of rape over the years. What? Ron Jeremy, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, here it is. You're in the sex business, and that eventually gets you jail time. You know. Well, I mean, there are, there are plenty of adult performers who don't go to jail. <laughs> it's it's kind of shocking. It's it's not you know the uh, being, and I think this is an important distinction because you know so many the folks to jail pipeline. David. Well, so many folks on the you know like like Liz is doing tonight. You you can just drop some candy down that pipeline, so to speak. Um, <laughs> Because when we derail, we really derail on this show. But Peeps, no, is. you know, there's. It, it's funny. You you see this weird cognitive dissonance, denial, 
I, I don't even know what it is on the right anymore that they're, they're still beating the, the moral Christian evangelistic drum while they're supporting someone like Donald Trump who has multiple viable accusations of rape and sexual harassment against him. But, you know, look at the Tom Tillis, Cal Cunningham race. Oh, well, sex is bad. Sex with someone else's wife. You know, that's, that's bad. Well, have you looked at the, the president, uh, who you support, who, you know, raw dog and porn stars? Well, it doesn't matter. He's, you know, he's a flawed individual who Jesus smiles upon. And so it's, you know, it's this moralizing that when we talk about someone like Ron Jeremy, it's it's not the fact that he was a, a performer in pornographic films that's that's getting him sent to jail. It's it's the rape, and, you know. The rape is uh, that's it, it's a bad thing. So uh, kids, if you learn anything from this show, uh, don't rape. Do 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> One, that's good. Yeah, the more you know. First, uh, that peep. First that peeps tip, and now that <laughs> you know, it's we're we're really going for the for the full on educational programming uh, because I mean there that's you know someone asked me what what we're going to do when Biden wins because is this show going to be able to exist in a in a post Trump world to which I say well sure uh, we existed in a slightly different form. When Obama was was in office, when America still, you know, had a future uh, and, and we just sort of reformatted it, shifted it around a little bit. But, yeah, we will still we will still be doing this. Uh, we, we probably I love the fact that uh, uh, that uh, Biden has brought out. I mean, isn't he a president? Isn't, isn't uh, Obama a breath of fresh air? Oh, Did my God. Really? Oh, my God. Been I miss him so much. It's yeah, seeing seeing Obama working working the rallies for for Biden has made me miss not only the Obama presidency and and having him being the one appearing on our TVs on a regular basis, but it also really makes me miss live stand-up comedy. Because like Tyman was saying, like watching Obama light into Trump, it's it's like the correspondence dinner uh, all yeah. over. But it's it's with a, with a bit of Seinfeld, you know. He's getting the breaking voice. Like, I mean, come on, can you believe what's with this guy? How's he doing this? <laughs> you gonna believe it? I, I don't know. He's, he the COVID, he's so COVID, great. COVID. You know, it's COVID, COVID. Yes, COVID. The the man is is jealous. Of the media treatment that COVID is getting. That's pretty good, David. Thank oh. you. It's uh, Obama yeah, Seinfeld. I, well, I figure if I add the Seinfeld in, then I don't have to risk doing blackface for the costume for, for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, good times. You know, not only is it Halloween today, but uh, we are supposed to set the clocks back tomorrow. Just one hour, and then if Biden loses on the third, we set him back another hundred years. See where that goes. Talking about I'm missing. I'm so mad about this, David. I didn't. We did not vote for this. No, we and- we voted. We voted to leave the clocks. 
Sixty percent of us. I'm serious. No, 60% I know. Sixty percent of us. It's for for those unfamiliar with what Katie is talking. Was it last year or was it two years ago? But California. Two years. I think it was 2018. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and California voted to see. That's the thing, though. We we voted to have the option to to ditch daylight saving time. So un, unfortunately, we we haven't exercised the option. Although the last few weeks, you know, because things have been really weird time wise in terms of of marking the passage of time for the last you know seven months with the COVID and now before we shift the clocks, but sun sunset happening earlier and earlier, there've been nights in the past couple of weeks where it's like eight 30 and you're thinking like, why isn't Colbert on yet? What the fuck is going on? So I, you know, I am (laughs) sort of welcoming and it's funny. My neighbors have a, a toddler and they've been like having him stay up later and later moving bedtime like in 15 minute increments all week to get him up to an hour later so he'll be back to real bedtime come sunday night that sounds like a lot of work yeah that's why i don't have kids you know it's like (laughs) with you know with dogs you just have to well you don't really even have to explain anything to them So, yes, happy Halloween, everyone, but I also want to say, I know it's a little belated because it was yesterday, but happy um, remembrance of people who were murdered by Illegal Aliens Day. Yeah, I... I have you to, know I, what? I have to tell you, David. It actually just hurt my soul to just say that out loud because of the, <laughs> uh, because I don't I, I don't call people illegal aliens, but I'm just just to, oh my God, Tuesday what? voting on Tuesday See, cannot come soon but enough. That's, that's the thing. What what Katie is referencing is a letter that a proclamation that came from the White House declaring October 30th. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even have like a good name. It's that's the thing. It, it's like. I didn't hear about this until I saw your post on, on Facebook with, with a copy of the proclamation and you would think Hallmark, someone in the greeting card industry would have been notified at least two months ahead. Give them time to come up with slogans, print some cards. And what do you wish? You know, I, uh, I wish you a very solemn. It's kind of like Yom Kippur of of the MAGA crowd. Like you don't wish someone a happy Yom Kippur because it's you know. So what is it? May 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 your day of remembering Americans who've been killed by illegal aliens uh, be meaningful. That's it. Doesn't roll off the tongue. It's no, not no, a thing. Illegal, I mean, but they they keep getting in trouble with the the illegal the, the illegal alien thing. They ask them. Well, what is it that you like about what Trump has done? Well, you know, we heard about the Hunter Biden thing, and and we heard that he's keeping the illegals out, and, he, and I said, and, and you know, he's saving us money. And I was like, no, if you're not making three million dollars, you know, a year, Trump's not for you. He's not helping you. And if you're not, uh, uh, you know, this whole illegal alien thing you're talking about, he's not your problem. You know, they keep trying to blame, like, they're t- coming to take your job. You don't have a job because they're sending your job overseas. Who did they just put out and say, who's putting out all the PPE that we're getting? All our PPE is still coming from China. The very people he fucked up the trade with. He fucked that trade up and caught, we had to go give American, the American consumer had to give the farmer $35 million. I thought Mexico was going to pay for that. Up 
thing. And it stops, but that they're just drinking the Kool Aid, man. Well, oh my God. Yeah, and and I think that's that's the thing. And one of my concerns we we were talking earlier about how if and when Trump loses the the period of time between the election and the inauguration he's going to be full on madman and and going nuts and his followers you know i'm i'm not necessarily saying oh there's going to be a civil war because i think especially with what's been happening in michigan the fbi has been keeping an eye on a lot of the militias and the white supremacists and i think a lot of the people that are are yelling about a civil war and and the ones who are going to subway armed to the teeth the these guys they're they're just doing it for show they like to play army they would if if shots were to be fired in their vicinity while they were armed to the teeth, they would shit their pants and go hide under something and just start shooting strangers indiscriminately because they are not the warriors they want you to think they are. So I'm not, I'm not actually worried about a, a quote-unquote civil war. But I, I do think that like any cult, there is going to be a, a certain amount of deprogramming that's, that's necessary for these people. And I'm not, mm. I'm not like, you know, I'm not stoking any fears. We should round them up and put them in re-education camps. I'm not going there with that kind of thing. And, you know, I'm not saying we need kid gloves and, and we need to coddle these idiots to becoming productive members of society again. But I think we do need to be relatively gentle about how we explain to them how stupid they are. Well, Dave, if they don't, you know the brothers have already got their guns together. Yep that that one that day that one uh, uh, was that uh, NFA whatever the hell it is we ain't taking this shit no more or fuck them or whatever they can cancel Christmas they better not shoot nobody. No, so you they, can't cancel Christmas. Hate. You can't cancel Christmas. Trump finally made it safe for us to say Merry Christmas again. Yeah, I mean, they, you know they, that that would be the dumbest thing that they want to do. Because if you thought that they showed up down and they, you know, they can go and put all their groups together that they want. They do not want to do that. Well, and I think also there's a certain amount of subtlety on the left. Like on the right, you get these duck dynasty wannabes storming the Michigan legislature with their guns, trying to look tough on the left. They just shoot some Patriot prayer idiot. Who's trying to stoke fear. And it's, it's like, look, Folks on the left are armed as well, and we're not going to create indiscriminate violence. There are people on the left, and I'm not saying that we should necessarily support them. It's it's sort of like looting a life, but it will be targeted. It it will be it will be meaningful. So I I think we're going to see violence, but I think it's going to be quelled very very quickly. And not by the police. I think the police are still going to do everything they can to try and create an environment like Trump has, where it's it's basically egging people on and using any response to justify a violent takedown. Much like, you know, Trump gassing peaceful well, protesters well, so he can do a photo op. your help. 
No, but they're, uh, what I'm saying is they're, they're happy to do it. I, I don't know if you guys saw the, the story about the protests in Philadelphia this week after the, the police shot Walter Wallace Jr. And there was a, a woman, African-American woman, who had her baby in a car seat in the back, driving her sister's SUV to go pick up her nephew, got routed into where the, the protests were. Police told her to turn around. She's in the middle of doing a three-point turn to turn around, and the cops storm her vehicle, bust the windows, take the kid out, take a picture, and then the, the Fraternal Order of Police... The, the National Police Union posts a picture of a cop saying they found this child wandering barefoot in the midst of all this racial violence. And it's like, no, no, there's actually there, an intrepid reporter was on the roof of a nearby building, got video of the whole thing. And when the, the sister, whose SUV it was, the, the infant's aunt went to pick him up at the police station after she was finally able to locate him. There was still broken glass in the kid's car seat. It's like, wow. you know, the, you would think the cops would be better at covering up their crimes, but like a lot of the folks on the right, the, the people who are already indoctrinated are just going to believe the beginning they're they're going to believe the the fop bullshit line there's there's no paul harvey for them they don't want to know the rest of the story it's like the impeachment hearing like the the amy covid barrett hearings more information came out we don't want to know that we don't need to know that we we got our story we're just going to base everything on this one nugget that may have been proven false completely 100% false by the time it's important. But that's what we're focusing on. Uh, I know. It's you know, it makes, sick, me think of, it makes me think of Kavanaugh's hearings and that brave woman, Christine Blasey Ford, Blasey, oh my God, Blasey Ford, Blasey. Uh, ca- ca- comes forward, uh, talks about this attempted rape, which clearly happened. But here's the thing, and I even hate to use the word but, Okay. Because of women's outrage and men, we really wanted to hear everything about this and we wanted to hear from this woman. And I respect that. And that's exactly what we needed to do. But I will tell you that this is something that he did when he was a teenager. And I'm, I would not be shocked to hear that there was a lot of sexual violence in his teenage years. Oh, God. But then, but then we didn't hear anything about who paid all of this money to Kavanaugh right before yep. his nomination? Well, and not only that, you look well, at... Well, hopefully... Well, I was going to say, you um, look at the opinion he wrote on the uh, on the Wisconsin vote case, and, I mean, I'm no lawyer. I, I sat through uh, one, one class on the first day of law school. Uh, I, not that I had enrolled. It was just a friend of mine was teaching and said, you should check this out, plus you have long hair and earrings, you're really going to freak out the one else. Uh, and it, you know, worked on, on both counts. And I would say a third count because that day was when I decided, Oh, I am so not going to law school, but you know, I've talked to friends of mine who are lawyers and they're like, like a first year law student wouldn't make these mistakes and leaps and bounds that he is making. He is completely unqualified 
to be on the highest bench in the land, as is Amy Covid Barrett. Well, didn't they say that they forced, uh, that Trump has put the majority of the people that he's put on with forcing all these judges that he's rushed to put on, half of them are not qualified to be on there? I know it's a big percentage. Yeah, there there are a lot of them. And it, it makes me wonder, you know, what what we're going to be able to do, and by we, I mean America, to undo a lot of the malfeasance that's been caused on, on the courts with agencies like the EPA. I mean, there's, there's a lot of putting Humpty Dumpty back together again that needs not to humpty, be done. Not but, you know, like Biden is campaigning, you know, he wants to build back better. We, we don't want to just restore things to the way they were. While we're restoring things, we need to make them better. We need to, to fix things and like bring them up to date. And I, David, I, yeah, you could you couldn't find a better person for this moment right now than Joe Biden, as far as writing, not left versus right, but steering the courts right. back, getting them back on track than Joe Biden, because he's the kind of person who is not looked at as liberal. I mean, unless you're a lunatic and you want to call him a liberal, but he's kind of like a bridge builder. He's the classic bridge builder. He's that kind of old time politico, right? Right. So what he says is that he's going to form this group, this bipartisan group. I mean, fuck that, right? I'm a like, (laughs) but but he says he's going to form a bipartisan group of constitutional scholars to take a look and see how we can make it so that the you know the the that uh the judges represent you know america see here's that's genius to me i i agree and i i think the important thing and the democrats need to be tough like in in a dream world we're we're gonna take the white house and we're gonna take the senate and we're gonna boost our power in the house Mm -hmm. and i think the democrats need to sit down and just have a minute and look at what the Republicans have been doing since they've been in control. Take a look at the tactics and figure out how do you do this without being an asshole. And I was, I was thinking about this earlier this week as, as I was sitting on my porch and contemplating the universe. I, I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if Biden's first hundred days looked like the last five minutes of Goodfellas? Where it's just I don't remember that. everyone getting arrested and going mm-hmm. down for, for the shenanigans and chicanery. Uh, which, <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> tune in for my new improv group, Shenanigans and Chicanery, will be performed. No, we're not. There is none. But uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about I this. Need a, uh, well, I need a prison you can fit on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many Republicans can Guantanamo Bay hold? No, seriously, not a joke. How many Republicans can can Guantanamo Bay hold? But um, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and you guys, you, you've seen the movie Dave with Kevin yeah. Klein. I, I was thinking about like because to take the Goodfellas analogy a little further, because the the major flaw in in the the last five minutes being the first hundred days is that Henry Hill brilliantly played by Ray Liotta goes into witness protection 
And so I, I was thinking about this, like if you carry the, the Trump thing through, because you know, he's not going down alone. He is going to throw everyone under the bus as much as he can, if he thinks it's going to save his own skin. So potential end game, Trump goes into witness protection to, to keep himself out of jail, gives the rest of his family and half of the cabinet to the feds. But what does he do? That's when I started thinking about Dave, the, uh, the Kevin Klein movie where he's, he's a, a guy who, you know, he's got his regular job, but he's got a side hustle of working as a presidential impersonator. So Trump goes into witness protection, but has to go to some podunk little town uh, and pretend that he's a, a failed actor who used to make a living as a Donald Trump impersonator. Mm. So, uh, where does fake Melania fall into this? Which one? There, there are so many. <laughs> it's, it's going to be. She's going to be kind of like number two on the Prisoner. There will be a different actress playing fake Melania every week. But here, the, you know, fake Melania. There are like a couple of good ones, and then there's like a broke ass one. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, it's like the 99 cent store Barbie. <laughs> it's like it's like uh my daughter begged me to to buy her some cookies at the grocery store and they're like those gross, you know what I mean, those gross cookies that come that that they put right up at the front when you first walk in. And I keep on I'm I'm like Ada, you better eat these because if you don't eat these within the next 2 weeks, I am throwing away these drugstore cookies. That's that that's that <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I think it bothers her that I call them drugstore cookies, but like there is one fake Melania who's like the drugstore cookie. Yeah, no, I know, I know exactly the one you're talking about. The one that looks like if, if Hope Hicks has like a unattractive sister in a brown wig. <laughs> and where is Hope Hicks, by the way? Uh, recovering from the COVID? No, well, she's back on the trail, man, right and not wearing a mask. I know she's Stephen not wearing Miller a mask. Said- Stephen Miller said his his immigration plan for a second Trump uh, deal is going to be even worse. He said, "You think I did that? I'm going to shut it down completely." I was like, "Dude, you are, they, he definitely needs to go too." That's another. Oh yeah, that's he's one that I hope there's room for at, at Gitmo. And I I only talk about like sending these people to Guantanamo Bay half jokingly because you think about it. Look at Trump and and his personality. And I think I was talking about this on the show last week or two weeks ago, so I, I'm not going to you know dwell on it too long. But the the idea this is a guy who, like I was saying earlier, would do anything to save his own ass. He's had access to state secrets for the last four years. If you don't yeah. think he's going to try and sell America out to Russia, Iran, whoever will pay, whoever will give him a safe haven. You, you really, you don't know Donald Trump if you, if you don't think he's going to do that. So there, there are people saying, well, he's a flight risk. Well, duh. So I, I think, you know, there's the Supermax in Colorado, but Guantanamo, send him somewhere nice. It's a compromise. <laughs> hey guys, I just texted, I just texted 300 Texans, um, and uh, encouraging them to vote while I was doing the podcast and you can too. So sign up to text people in a state, get a state underneath your wing and we're, you, you dig your heels in and you flip it blue people. We're, we're just sign, sign up, up to, to do text. that. 
Can Texas um, it's go a blue texting blue? for Texas. Huh? Can it's Texas a text. I think Texas can go blue. It's projected to go blue in 2024, but Austin, Houston, San Antonio, all the big cities, El Paso, they are all Democratic strongholds. That's why they were trying to shut down uh, uh, the ability of Houston's to vote by having only one uh, uh, place where you can turn yeah, in your ballots. Yeah, one drop box and for then, the whole county. But then the county clerk was like, yo, fuck you. How about drive through voting, bitch? And, and and so like Houston has drive through voting and and Texas right now has voted more in early voting in 2020 than the whole state did in 2016. I think we can take Texas. I think we can take Georgia. I think we can take Arizona. I think we can take Pennsylvania. I think we can take Michigan. All the um, classic battlegrounds in addition. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah. I think we can take a wheelchair out of Texas. Such a ruthless little fucker. That guy, is, he's in a wheelchair. You know, the, the governor. I'm sitting there going... Oh, Greg Abbott, he's a sack of shit. Um, but I tell you what, it, the, it, if there's anything that makes Texans mad, it's getting told that you can't do something. And these fuckers who ran the uh, Biden bus, um, uh, the Biden tour bus off the off the road, or, or attempted to do it, they, uh, did you see that? No. Lining no. up on no. I third. Oh, yeah. A bunch of Trump supporters got on the freeway, uh, blocked a freeway, I-35, waiting to ambush the Biden tour bus that was going from uh, San Marcos or San, sorry, San Antonio to uh, San Marcos and, and uh, Austin. And these fuckers showed up, surrounded the bus. The bus called the cops. The cops showed up. Uh, they even rammed a staffer's car who was trying to protect the bus. And then they they had to uh, cancel the rest of the tour for the last two uh, cities, San Marcos and Austin. And then when the cops showed up, they were like, they were like, oh, that's not our jurisdiction. And because these, these, these fuckers have replaced the American flag with that, um, that bastardization of the back of the blue one with the thin blue line that's yeah. on, one of the, on one of the stripes. So they fly that in conjunction with a Trump flag so that cops will leave them alone. But you know what? It's going to backfire, bitch, because, because, you know, like Texans, like myself, don't like being strong-armed into any goddamn thing. And it's going to backfire. And if you think that the black people in Houston are going to back down just because some wannabe cosplay, like fake ass, they call themselves a militia, but if they were any other color, they'd be a gang. So let's just call them a gang. They're not militias, they're gangs. Mm -hmm. They think that black people are going to be intimidated. They don't know what it's like to get pulled over by a cop when you're black. You think that y your little cosplay is going to scare black people? Back me up, time and. <laughs> Liz is like, uh, Timon, as representative, um, uh, they're bullshit cosplayers, right? You not, aren't scared? They've had enough. Hey, we are not our ancestors, okay? They are going mm -hmm. to tell you. Mm -hmm. You see black folks standing in a four and five hours, you can go piss them off if you want to. Because those black women, hey, they, I'm telling you, we didn't... Wouldn't recommend they, it. They, like they said... If you're if you're worried about us being we didn't we didn't do half the killings that we should have done with all the shit Amen. that's been done to black people. Okay, yeah, that's with all right. the lynchings and everything else. So right about now, they better back off because they're not gonna be intimidated. And if that's what they want, I'm telling you. You know they, that actually Trayvon Martin and all these people that they keep getting shot and killed, 
uh-uh, there's, there is some shit that's boiling, and Trump's going to sit back and watch. Here's and here's a question. Just the pot. Just during the race shit. war, I just want you guys to know my appearance is white, but I want to fight against the honkies also. <laughs> so if we can come up with a uniform so everybody knows that I'm on the right side of the of history, I don't know, maybe I'll a, just wear my maybe a yellow star that you could sew to your uh, to your jackets and and shirts. Uh, just you know, and, just and, put that yellow then, star on there. You, and, you, you need to. I posted the. Uh, Chevy Chase, Richard Pryor uh, deal on SNL. If you are, that's that's how white people and black people should get along. Okay. <laughs> All right, wanna, I'm gonna have to watch this. Shit, I don't care who you are. Whoa, I'm sorry if you this. can't laugh at that fucking skit, because that is America. You know, they they play what is it? A word association. Word association. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to play that, oh. he said, "I'm going to say a word." You say. You just say the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, whatever comes to mind, Jungle Bunny. <laughs> well, don't no spoilers, man. Uh, but, I mean, you know, if you, I, I I posted it and I have people share it, but it's the best. Uh, it I'll watch time, it. You got to be able to laugh at that, and if, if we, that's America. If we were able to live like that and people could come together no, and laugh I, at that shit, yeah. man, we'd we fucking get along better than that. But you can't do it. I think that's that's the idea is, is like not being like that, but being able to laugh at it, being able to come together and, and see, you know, yeah. See the humor in, in the terror. It's it's interesting. There's uh, there's a new series that I was reading about. It's going to be on Peacock that uh, has the most Native Americans in the writing room ever. And it's, you know, it's comedy and, you know, sort of based in Native stuff. And uh, they, they, they were talking about how, you know, people need to be able to see Native Americans as regular people. You know, it's like, yeah, there are problems that are specific to that group because of societal complications and stuff. But in general, you know, a lot of Native Americans are like the rest of us, wondering what they're going to have for dinner. What? How am I going to put food on the table? It's like, hey, they're people too. And I think that's the idea is to sort of embrace the differences between cultures and, and be the melting pot that America is supposed to be. Speaking of melting pot, got a wonderful uh, recipe for things to do with leftover Halloween. No, <laughs> Well, that's, I, that's I not the melting pot. Head. That's the melting cauldron. And well, it's it's the double boiler chocolate. of joy. Oops. <laughs> no, what what was that, Liz? And I, what do you do? I take my melted. I take my leftover chocolate. I melt it down in a double boiler, and then I slice up uh, uh, bananas and I put them on wax paper and then dip the bananas in the chocolate and freeze them. You can oh, also no, make you peanut butter sandwiches don't. with it. Ooh. You take the two pieces of banana, put peanut butter in between it, dip that in the chocolate, put it in the freezer. Now you got yourself a delicious treat that's high protein, tastes like candy, and you cut your calories down. Let's let's all get in shape for the Civil War, everybody. Well, I was going to say, but, if the calories aren't an issue, you, you go full Elvis and you put those on a sandwich with bacon. Real bacon, not that Canadian ham crap. Bacon! Did you guys notice that uh, they did it on um, 
on Sunday. It was on a story on Sunday morning with uh, um, Jane Pauley that this election is the same election as 1876 between Tilden and Hayes. And what do you mean? This, well, the deal that was cut between the North and the South by the North, that the South told the North, look, we'll give you the White House if you give us, if you get rid of the Union soldiers that's protecting the, the, that's protecting the African Americans who are now and the deal, and that's what the North did, and that's how they won that. They got in the White House. I think it was Tilden. It was either Tilden or Hayes that became president. But Rutherford the South, B. Hayes. And that was the end of that was the end of Reconstruction. That was the deal that was cut, and that's how Gross. Reconstruction was gotten. They got rid of it. And See, but because it was such no, a tight race. You know, no back deals. back in the day, they used to make no deals pardons. instead of just having the chief justice say, you know what, I think the South has really learned their lesson uh, from, from all these years of consent decree. So we can just get rid of uh, all this Voting Rights Act crap that uh, that was keeping, oh, they're, they, they, they started gerrymandering again even before I was done speaking. Eh, what you gonna do? Court. Uh... <laughs> It's yeah. I'm just a bill. Yeah, I, I think we we need to we need to make sure that folks who are getting seated on the courts at least have enough of a command of the law that can be gained from watching old schoolhouse rock episodes. And I don't think Amy COVID Barrett uh, has it from you know her ignorance during her hearings as to whether there were laws against uh, voter intimidation or uh, murder. Uh, I think she wasn't sure uh, murder. Well, we would have to, we would have to look at the case. I don't want to presuppose something. Kavanaugh's writings on Wisconsin. We, we need to make sure that, you know, these folks, if, if you're going to put unqualified folks on the bench, at least sit them down in front of schoolhouse rock for, you know, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, we are running a little short on time. Uh, we, hey, why should it be? Uh, one, one thing I do want to bring up before we get out of here, because I did uh, refer to myself as the Vin Scully of the impending apocalypse. And this was a great week for Dodger baseball as the Los Angeles Dodgers became the 2020 world champions. And, well, it it has been, uh, what, 20, uh, 32 years? 22 years? years? 32 years. 32 years. years. 88. 1988. Since oh. since the Dodgers were the World Series champs. So there is that. 32. 32. Yeah, that there is that to, to consider. But I, I think, and, you know, history will, will prove me right or wrong. But I think this year's World Series may become known as the one where the third baseman got taken out in the ninth inning by a COVID test result, which I thought was interesting when when Justin Turner was pulled from the game because they they got his test. Now, part of me is is like, well, a why if there were results pending why did they start the game you know why why don't you have that shit in 
before you start. That's kind of the idea of having safety protocols. You you make sure that everything is safe before you start playing. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, these are these are just the musings of a single childless man. So maybe I know nothing about safety. I, you know, I, I don't spend a lot of time reading the safety labels. I tend to, you know, use logic and stuff. But the other thing is if you're going to leave them on the field with questionable status for, for eight and a half innings, you know, what's, what's another half inning going to be just tell the third base coach to stay far away and do whatever you can to keep Tampa Bay from getting a third base. Oh, David, I'm sure that the results came in right at the very final inning. Of it, the, yeah. You of, know, it wasn't, game. it wasn't I'm, until I'm certain of it, well, there but the one thing people on both sides, Dave. yeah, fine yeah, they're, they're fine <laughs> viruses, fine, fine bacterium on, okay. on both sides. The one thing that I, I really wish like someone would have done like immediately after the game, Justin Turner, you've just won the 2020 world series. What are you going to do? I'm going to quarantine. I think that it's a missed opportunity (laughs) that once again, the world of sports has let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Oh man. So, um, yeah, tense week leading up to who knows what the fuck is going to be happening for the next two months, three months really. But, uh, I, I do want to thank you guys for being with us for, for part of the journey and look forward to doing this much more in what hopefully is the dawning of a new era, which is also a, a great song by the specials. So, uh, little earworm for, for the, for the old school ska fans in the house. I think that's a good place to leave things. We've, we've done politics. We've done cooking tips. We've done race jokes. Uh, we've done references, songs. What more do you want from a podcast? Oh, you know what? Katie, I think that means uh, we're, we're starting the podcast. Oh, my God. Here we go. Ready? Three and three. Two, two. and one. <laughs> and that's all the time we have left. But I want to thank our panel for being with us today. <laughs> no, it, it has been great. Um, for those out there who know me personally, November 3rd is not just election day this year, but uh, it it is a a special day for my family uh, because it would have been uh, my uncle's 76th birthday. Uh, He passed away earlier this year, not because of the COVID, but during. So weird times. So I want to throw a shout out to uh, my uncle Gene, wherever he may be. Uh, it's also my birthday, but we don't care about that. If if you if you are aware or Facebook tells you it's my birthday on the third, what? I, I know. Wow. It's a weirdness. But what what you can do is if you haven't yet, for Christ's sake, fucking vote already, people. Get out there and either do it in person, find a Dropbox. If you haven't voted, vote now vote blue and if you are a a third party type stick in the mud uh, everything has to be about me type person you know what suck it up buttercup vote for biden vote for democrats down the ticket and on november 4th after the election you start working your butt off to do something about the electoral college to do something about getting 
candidates of your preferred third party, or even as we saw Bernie Sanders and AOC and the squad doing over the last two years, well, Bernie much longer, but start working to get legislation passed that will help push the Democrats to the left. But that all starts on November 4th. And it starts on the local level. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to build a coalition, Green Party, Third Party, whatever it is, you need to really focus on your local elections. Build it from there. But if you want to do something for me for my birthday, yes, vote for Biden and Harris. Vote for Democrats, up and down the ticket. And then, once this election is done, then the real work starts. Mm-hmm. So on that happy note, I want to Amen. thank thank you. Yeah, just, <laughs> preach, yeah, that's brother. Happy. That's happy, David. And you better hope that Biden Harris win on on November third, or else your birthday is going to be like my birthday, which is September eleventh. Oh well, I I <laughs> hope not to join you in that. Yes, um, yes. Because yeah, I mean, the, it's. I think just as you get older, you know, birthdays become less and less endearing. So it's. It, <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's not give it a real reason. Let me just follow the progression of age that makes me resent being around for another year every year. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) on that note, I do want to wish everyone a happy and safe Halloween. And to those who don't celebrate a very, very happy half price Halloween candy day tomorrow, November 1st, Dia de los Muertos also happiness uh let's salute those who have gone before us and hopefully made the world a better place while they were here yowza 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 exactly (laughs) (laughs) so with that i want to say thank you to our panel katie massa kennedy thank you so much for being with us today should you so desire where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days weeks and months uh, well, real quick, I just want to say that it really has been a privilege to be here the last show before this big election. I Thank you. Um, everyone, please vote blue. Um, you can find me on you can find me on Twitter. You can find me there, uh, Katie Massa. Pick up my children's book. It's called Little Libby and the Right to Vote. It's a really cute book. Um, and it's very much in the spirit of the times right now. So um, so that's it. Thanks again. Right on. Thank you, and look forward to having you back, uh, as I said, in a new era. We shall mm-hmm. see. Thank yep. you for being with us. Liz Stewart, always a pleasure. So I want to thank you as well. Should you so desire, oh, you. where can people catch up with what you've got going on, online or in person, Ooh. in the coming days, weeks, uh, and months? You can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm done you talking. Can, you Your can turn. catch me. You can catch me downloading the uh, uh, Team Joe app. You can catch me on text in, text out the vote in Texas with Team Joe. You can sign up and you can pick a uh, pick a state, adopt a state. They have uh, text banks for Michigan, all the swing states, even in California, uh, which is not a swing state. But just let's make sure that everybody, because voting this time is not enough. You got to get at least five people to the polls too. You got to make sure that that it yeah, you got to make sure that everybody votes and it's all, it's on us because they're going to 
fucking full shenanigans. And that's why we need everybody out there in numbers too, too uh, overwhelming to ignore. So catch me on Team Joe texting people and uh, occasionally getting a, a hateful remarks for it. But, uh, but you know what? Fuck it, right? Yeah, gotta, I, you know what? Make it happen. I've tried to be civil. I've somehow my number got on a few Republican lists, and so tempting to to write back with all the words that my parents taught me not to say in polite company. But instead, I've I've just uh, done a simple get well soon and then blocked the number. Um, yeah, you know. and, and and with these text banking, they give you replies. You're like, oh, they responded like this, so it it, it fills in your text for you, so you don't have to like be like, oh yeah, you know, like s all the d's. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it just says, you know, things like things. Like, I'm getting good at mommy cursing. Like, and uh, by the way, for know, those I'm, who are not familiar with mommy cursing, s all the d's means support all the Democrats. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, Katie, where can I get this little Libby book? Where is it for sale? Just look up, uh, it's on Amazon. So, um, but you can just do a Google search for little Libby and the right to vote. Okay, sounds sounds like a plan. All right, happy Halloween, happy democracy. Let's fucking get out there and do it, people. We got three days. Don't wake up on Wednesday morning and think you could have done more. We got three days. Drill Mm -hmm. down, bring it home. Let's land this fucking plane, this effing plane. Let's light this candle. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being with us, Liz. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you with us as well. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship also at uh, Twitter. You can also get my book, My East St. Louis, uh, uh, on Amazon, uh, as well as my CD, Universal Brother, and that's pretty much it. Um, I did try that uh, Zoom comedy. I did Jim uh, Jim Coughlin's Zoom comedy. It was pretty good. It's still, yeah, still have it's, to work it doesn't live. It's still tough. It's it's a weird vibe. Speaking of Jim Coughlin, uh, Jim is going to be with us next week, as is Erica Schickel. That is right for our first post-election show. We are reuniting the yeah. original. Hey, panel. look for his picture. Uh, put, oh. Look for Jim's uh, picture of him. Have you seen that picture of him as a kid? Yeah, it looks like one of the Von Trapps. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 70s, so more plaid and bowl cut. But, uh, I, and believe me, oh my God, I, that was I, I am not saying that because pictures of me as a child are so, uh, so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> they, they, yeah. Just straight up 1970s happening. Where were they happening? To whom? Well, they happened to me. I'm Dr. David Robinson, and (laughs) you can catch me on the socials on Facebook. It's all spelled out, Dr. David Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. If you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on Facebook, all spelled out. Let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the ease and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even some of the platforms where you're not. That'd be awesome if you did. If you didn't like what you heard, 
Well, keep it to yourself. You don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone. Everybody's cool. Right on. We will be back next week. Hopefully, you will too. Until then, happy Halloween and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.